0: The following is another KXPN Sports presentation.
1: KXPN Sports presents High School Basketball. As the pass is stolen away by Tommenheim up ahead to Martinson. Martinson will lay it up and score. And Amherst gets their first bucket here of the second half. Today, it's live coverage of the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament featuring the Amherst Broncos and the Irish of North Platte, St. Pat's. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. They get it to Tommenheim, back to Eckhout, to Adelung. Playing a little weave up top here. A minute ten to go. A long three-brain, and Eckhout hits it, and we are tied.
0: The holidays are over, and it's back to work for these high school hoopers. Both boys' teams are state-rated, and both girls' teams have posted winning records in December. see the Iverson Broncos coming in next, but for the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium and Carney with ESPN Sports Director Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed.
1: And good afternoon, everyone, from Cope Gymnasium here at Kearney Catholic High School. It is day two of holiday tournament basketball action on ESPN Radio. It's day number one of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Switches back and forth between the Stars and Amherst. It's their year to host. North Platte St. Pat's has been a member of this tournament for a number of years. And Ogallala is the uh, addition. And they're not new. They've been a part here for about the last four years. So, a couple of teams from down I 80 West rolling east to take on the Stars and the Broncos. And up first it is Amherst and North Platte St. Pats. St. Pats comes in with an undefeated girls' team, but not a single one of those eight teams have a winning record right now, which is astonishing to think. There's a couple of them that are setting at 500, and for Amherst, they've dropped a couple, and they're a little banged up. They've got three kids on crutches here today, including starter Casey Jurgens, and it's really hurt their offense in the two games before Christmas against Kennesaw and Axtell. After winning their first three games, Amherst now sets at 4-3. and three. It should be a great boys game. The only loss is North Platte-St. Pat's loss to Gothenburg, and Amherst is undefeated. And then at 5 o'clock this afternoon, the second Doubleheader, Carney Catholic, and Ogallala will switch that over to classic hits and have bowl game college football action for you here on ESPN Radio. This is the new Tech Seat pregame show, and we'll be back to take a look at the starting lineups right after this on ESPN save money and breathe easier call axman heating and
3: air your lennox dealer now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck
4: dealer.
1: And welcome back to the New Tank Seed pregame show. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for our first of four games here this afternoon. And the starting lineup is brought to you as always by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney, and a couple of their employees coaching here today. We keep Manline up there to work For today's basketball, because the other guys have to come out and coach, Coach Adelung and Coach Teal. So uh, we thank them as always for their sponsorship. For North Platte St. Pat's, they will go with number fourteen, a five foot eight inch junior Riley Nitch. Number twenty two, five foot five inch junior Amanda McClellan. Number thirty, a five six freshman Kaylee Coomer. Number 32, a 5'4 senior, Peyton Irish, and number 42, a 5'10 junior, Ali Scala. The head coach of the Irish is Nathan Steineke, assisted by Brad and Cheryl Braithwaite. And the St. Pat's Irish come in with a record of 8-0. and oh. For the Amherst Broncos, number 3 is junior, Madison Murphy. Number 11 is sophomore, Emily Arnold. Number 12, freshman, Taryn Handwiger. Number 20, Senior Heather Bentley. And number 32, senior Jessica Eckhout. The head coach is Jamie Klingelhoffer, assisted by Michelle Ritter. Amherst is four and three. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank. And Carney, we'll be right back.
3: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Main, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Main, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
0: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs whether it's in energy grains or foods you're connected chs resources for enriching lives
5: at broadfoot sand and gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you.
1: We also have basketball action on our sister station 1230 AM KHAS Hastings St. Cecilia at the York Holiday Tournament currently playing the Omaha Mercy Girls and then later this afternoon at about 2.15 2.30 they will take on the Beatrice Boys. That girls game should be just about over and we'll pass along an update to you here. Also we will have uh, plenty of sports action throughout the day to talk about. Keep you up to date on the college football bowl games which are going on at this time. Four of them this afternoon going on and we will keep you up to date on those. Air Force and Cal are 7-7 with just under six minutes to go in the first quarter. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Amherst in North Platte St. Pat's at the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. We'll tip it off next. This sports broadcast
3: is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains.
1: With our producer engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda, ready to get things going. Jim Langan throws the ball in the air, and we are underway as North Platte St. Pat's will win the opening tip. They will be the home team here today as they are wearing the white with the green trim, the traveling red with the white and black trim for Amherst, who comes out and plays zone. We'll see how the Lady Irish able to attack it here early on. They'll kick it on the right wing to McClellan. McClellan tries to dump it inside. Nothing there, so they'll kick it back out for a three that rattles in and out. No good. Fight for the loose ball, and Amherst comes out of there with the rebound. Heather Bentley will grab it off the missed three. As the Broncos move it into the front court, they'll dump it right corner. Open jumper on the way and good for Madison Murphy. The junior gets a good look on her first touch, and the Broncos lead it by a score of two to nothing. Into the front court, taking it into the right hand corner. Trying to dump it down to the block. They will to Scala. Scala faces the paint. Left hand jumper, no good. And Murphy will pull down the rebound. And here come the Broncos, one to run. Emily Arnold brings it all the way to the right side of the key and no numbers, so she'll kick it back up top. At the top of the circle is Eckout. Eckout tries to go with a backdoor cut to Arnold. Arnold kicks it back out. They'll get it inside to Hadwiger. Right block, fadeaway jumper is good. And Taryn Hadwiger hits the bucket at Amherst. Has hit their first two shots of the game, and they have a quick 4-0 lead, 6.40 to go here in quarter number one. Irish worked the ball around the perimeter here. Wanting to get the ball into Scala. Got a good look last time, but the junior just couldn't get it to bounce in. So they'll take a three-pointer from the outside, and they're 0 for 2. But an offensive rebound is back up and in for Riley Nitch, And St. Pat's is on the board, and that will allow them to press, and they'll steal the inbounds pass. Have it knocked away, but here's going to be probably one of your seeds to success today brought to you by your Pioneer seed representative, Craig Weeches. St. Pat's scores. They're going to put on the pressure, and that is really going to hurt Amherst. That has what has been hurting Amherst in their losses. Backdoor lob here for St. Pat's. Nice assist for the layup that's finished by Kaylee Coomer. Good pass from the top of the circle there by McClellan, and St. Pat's ties the game at four. Pressure's on. Amherst does get it across the timeline to Murphy. She'll slow it down and go to Eckhout. Eckhout in the right-hand corner has it taken away. Second turnover for Amherst. And St. Pat's quickly looking to take the lead now. McClellan into the front court. Open three in the corner for Peyton Irish, but they're 0 for 3. Off the long rebound, it's another offensive rebound here for Coomer. Another three-pointer that is no good, 0 for 4. Another offensive rebound, back up and in for Scala. Amherst has got to box out, and they have got to be able to handle the pressure. And so far, that's what has allowed St. Pat's to take the lead here at 6-4. Amherst into the front court with Emily Arnold. Left-hand dribble across the timeline, brings it to the wing. Irish playing man-to-man defense here early on. Dump it in the left-hand corner to Hadwiger. Hadwiger drives into the post and runs into a block. And the foul called to the Irish in Riley Nitch. It'll be the first foul of the ball game on either team. And will they shoot free throws? Yes, they will. Hadwiger, who hit a bucket earlier in the quarter, We'll shoot two. Taron moved into the starting lineup after the injury to Jurgens, And the free throw is up and in. And checking into the ball game now for Amherst. They'll go to the bench first. Madison Miller and Michaela Michelson. Second free throw is up, and it is no good. And it'll be North Platte-St. Pat's basketball. 6-5 Irish. We've had plenty of scoring here in the first three minutes of the contest. 6-5. The Irish lead it by one after Amherst had the first two buckets. And Amherst will extend that zone. Now, Coach Dineke says he'll run about nine girls. We just haven't seen them go to the bench quite as early as Amherst. So we'll see how depth plays into this basketball game. Again, trying to get it into Scala, but getting a hand in there, deflecting it away is Miller picked back up by the Irish. And they'll try again. Skip pass left side. Looking at a long three. McClellan decides not to. So goes to Scala. And she'll shoot the three. It's an air ball. And it's run down to the corner by Peyton Irish. These three-pointers haven't been very close. Another three is on the way. No good. Another offensive rebound, Scala. And another three-pointer on the way by McClellan. And it's no good. And another offensive rebound. And it finally goes out of bounds off of Amherst. And you would think... Now Amherst has missed a couple of box outs here, but these three-pointers, when they're a long three and they don't hit a lot of iron, they kick so far out that even if you've got position, sometimes it's hard to get the rebound. And St. Pat's is already 0 of 7, and we haven't played four minutes. 6-5, St. Pat's leads it, though, on some of these offensive putbacks. Another three off the inbounds. It's no good, and Miller finally corrals it here for the Broncos. And up the floor they'll come. Handling the point will be Emily Arnold. She'll bring it up to the right elbow. They didn't guard her, but she pulls up and sets the offense up. Amherst will get it to the right wing, and Michelson will take it between the circles. Tough man-to-man having to come out and get the pass is going to be Bentley. Kicks it over on the wing. 16-foot jumper no good by Arnold. And the defensive rebound by Groseth, who has come in for St. Pat's. She'll dump it into the front court for McClellan. McClellan on the right wing has it stolen away by Emily Arnold. First Irish turnover. It's one on three. Arnold tries to get back. There's contact, and the shot rolls around, but no good. And Arnold will go to the line to shoot two. Neither team is afraid to run, and Callie Groseth with the foul. Her first of the team, second. Six to five. St. Pat's with 3.43 to go here in quarter number one. As the free throw is up. In and out, no good. For Amherst, Eckhout will return to the lineup. Talking about our seeds to success, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer seed representative. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. The second free throw by Arnold is up and in, and we are tied again at six, but... St. Pat's just keeps throwing up threes, and they keep missing them. They keep getting offensive rebounds. They've just done it again. So a second-chance opportunity, a crazy kind of start to the game here. The Irish go down to the post into the hands of Rebecca Pasqualelli, who's checked in. Now they're trying to get it back to her, and the pass off the mark and stolen away. Arnold has it again. So if the Irish are going to shoot this many threes, they need to hit a couple. And if Amherst got to handle the basketball, as we said, and rebound. 6-6 six, six here in quarter number one, and the ball will be stolen away in the front court right in front of the Irish bench. Amanda McClellan will come away with the steal. Third turnover for Amherst, and at the other end, driving in and scoring will be Pasquinelli, and St. Pat's retakes the lead 8-6. Full court pressure, and again, it's deflected away. Against this man-to-man, Amherst is not screening on the inbounds. They're not using a lot of cutting. They're just trying to come to the ball and get the inbounds pass. And to throw it in will be Arnold. Gets it into the corner to out. Waits for Arnold to make a cut. Long outlet pass. She'll run it down and across the timeline. It worked. It didn't look pretty, but it worked. Arnold will bring it to the left side of the key. Outside the arc here to Madison Miller. To the high post. Bounce pass into the lane. It's knocked away. Another steal for the Irish. They've got a two-on-one outlet pass into the front court. And a walk going to be called on Haley Oman. She decided not to take the dribble, thought she was close enough, and they'll call it a travel. And a fresh set of faces in here for Amherst. Let's reset it. Madison Murphy's back in. Taryn Hadwiger, Heather Bentley all back into the lineup. So Eck out and Arnold. You've got the original five with two and a half to go, and they throw it away on the inbounds. Tried to go to the top of the key, and it's picked off. And underneath for the layup and a foul, but the layup doesn't go. Holman will go to the line. Foul is going to be on Madison Murphy. That'll be her first. First of the game on Amherst, as a matter of fact. And at the line to shoot two will be the freshman Haley Oman. There are quite a few freshmen on the roster here for Coach Steineke. He's got five of them suited out of the thirteen. There is only the one senior in Peyton Irish. Excuse me, Sidney Anderson, two seniors on the team. Peyton, the only starter. Second free throw, no good. Emily Arnold grabs the rebound. Long outlet pass. Might have got there too late. It's deflected, but Eckout will grab it. Then into the corner, she'll try a three. It comes up short, and the rebound brought down by Pasqualelli. And the Irish will get it into the hands of Jordan Childers. So the Irish have made their moves here to Holman in the corner. Back out to Childers. Working around the perimeter to the left wing. The Irish already o of 9 and another three-pointer. How about o of 10 from three-point land in the first quarter, and Hadwiger will get the rebound. But yet, o of 10 from three-point land, and they still lead 9-6. to 6. And this defensive pressure is really getting to Amherst and another steal. There's just not enough cutting, and the outlet pass is stolen right back. Running it down will be Heather Bentley, and with it is Emily Arnold. Tried to force it inside, but the Irish step in front and make another steal. And the Irish just quicker than Amherst right now. That man-to-man defense is going to be a problem for the Broncos. Amherst needs to hope to get some of these kids in foul trouble, but it is not being played tight or a game where you're probably going to see a lot of fouls. And a timeout going to be called here to make some substitutions by head coach Nathan Steineke. 104 to go here in the first quarter of play. It is St. Pat's 9, Amherst 6 at the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer
3: now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck
1: And welcome back to High School Basketball. The St. Cecilia girls leading Omaha Mercy at the end of 3, 59-28 on 1230 KHAS. Then what should be a great one, the Beatrice and St. Cecilia boys will follow. One minute to go here in the first quarter. Trying that backdoor lob, and we're going to get an illegal screen, I think. Yeah, what they're doing would be in college at Alley Oop. But on that inbounds, they'll rotate it to one side, and then they'll try to lob over the top backside, and they'll set a back screen on the post. But that time, Scala was pushing a little too much and has called for the offensive foul. So Amherst will have it, but it doesn't matter. They throw it away against the press, the seventh turnover, and St. Pat's will get it to Scala on the left block. Tries to force it inside. Another pass, kick it out to the wing. The jumper is no good, and the rebound brought down by Hadwiger. And here comes Amherst with 40 seconds to go in the quarter. Arnold all the way to the right elbow, back out to Eckout, fakes it to Arnold, 17-footer, no good. And the rebound brought down by the Irish, another one and done as Kaylee Coomer will get her fourth board. And then the outlet pass goes into the Amherst cheerleading section. So you can expect this, even though these kids would have had a practice yesterday. It's not like the teams that came dry out of the five-day moratorium and played yesterday, but we've already had 13 turnovers here in the first quarter. Hammers with 23 seconds. They're going to make it 14 as they try to throw the outlet and then a foul to go along with it. And that'll be the second on Madison Murphy. She'll check out, and Michaela Michelson will check in. 18 seconds to go. It still is 9-6 in this first quarter. And the Irish will have one more opportunity here to extend the lead. Put the ball in the hands of McClellan. Slow dribble right side, goes to the high post, then swings out on the left wing from Coomer to Nitsch. Nitch wasn't ready, and it goes sailing right by her head. And now at nine seconds, Amherst will get a chance. Into Eck out in the backcourt, right back to Arnold. Triple team stolen away, going in for the layup and scoring is Amanda McClellan, and that is how the first quarter will end. North Platte St. Pat's fell behind 4 to nothing, but they lead it 11-6 after one against Amherst here on KXPN Carney KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where
0: you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives.
1: Now we have a final from New York. The St. Cecilia girls have beaten Omaha Mercy 68-41. to The boys game will follow on 1230 AM KHS and PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Amherst will get the ball to start the second quarter, but every time they go inside it gets deflected away, and that is the ninth turnover for Amherst, and St. Pat's is 0 of 10 from three-point land. They've got 10 rebounds in the first quarter. Six different players have scored, but nobody with more than two. Amherst got off to such a good start, scoring their first two buckets, getting nice little jump shots, and, boy, the last six and a half minutes... Was really tough on the Broncos as Scotty gets double teamed down low, kick it out for yet another three that is no good by McClellan. Yet another offensive rebound, but Nitch has it stolen away, and that'll be another turnover. So Amherst up the floor. It's really, I don't know if you want to say sloppy because Amherst or uh, St. Pat's playing great defense, and that's why you have so many rebounds and turnovers. Into Hadwiger in the paint. Kicks it out to Arnold. Against the Irish. Now Eckout will try a three. It's off the mark. No good. Backside rebound is grabbed by the Irish. And up the floor they come. Outlet to Scala. And Scala will lay it up. And in. Off the niche rebound. Scala the first Irish player to get two buckets. And it's 13-6. to And then a foul on the press. Knocking down Bentley. Is going to be Amanda McClellan. That'll be her first and the team's fourth. And now coming in for... Amherst, the triple substitution, Madison Murphy, Madison Miller, and Michaels, uh, yes, Michelson also checks. No, it's uh, Abby Martinson checking in, another freshman. So pressure in the backcourt, Amherst breaks it, but once they break it, they don't attack, and that's the killer, and they haven't had a lot of luck breaking it. So driving in Bentley, swings it down to the baseline to Madison Miller, nowhere to go. Back to the free-throw line. Bentley forces her way in. and Some foul called there on the Irish. They're so quick, they pack it in, and the foul on Scala will be her second. Five fouls now whistled on the Irish. The boys' game will follow at approximately 245 or 315. Depends how quick this moves. Guess it's scheduled for 315. Over to uh, Miller on the inbounds, and nothing there, so they'll dribble out top. Amherst only two points in the last eight minutes of this basketball game. 13-6, St. Pat's, and they deflect it and force another turnover. Good defense by Riley Nitsch. Irish have on the floor Peyton Irish, Rebecca Pasquinelli, who just checked in Riley Nitsch. Also in there is Kaylee Coomer and Amanda McClellan. Six minutes to go in the first half, 13-6, the Lady Irish. Get it to the high post to Coomer. Kicks it in the corner. Now back down to the low block to Pasquinelli. Nice pass backside, but the short jumper is missed. Rebound by Murphy and still trying to get the basketball. A foul called on the Irish. And it's going to be on Pasquinelli. Her first and the sixth team foul. And Amherst has got to hope that they're going to be able to make some free throws because it looks like they'll be able to get to the line later. Amherst breaks the press but drops the ball and is called for a double dribble. And it's like a football game that's being played on one side of the floor. There hasn't been much time of possession for Amherst in the offensive end the last eight minutes. Irish basketball up by seven. And again, it's only seven. For the way Amherst has struggled offensively, they're only down seven. Another three is no good here. And a jump ball on the rebound. And the arrow will point the way of North Platte-St. Pat's. O oh, of 12 from three-point land for the Irish. And we've played... Just over 10 minutes. How about a three on the inbounds? No good by Peyton Irish, but another offensive rebound. Good hustle by Pasquinelli. So the Irish get another offensive opportunity here. 13-6 into the corner. Eventually one of these threes is going to go, but it's not that one. The rebound brought down by Martinson. And an over-the-back foul going to be whistled here on the Lady Irish, and that will be the second on Riley Nitch, We'll have a one-and-one one coming up here for the freshman, Abby Martinson. Amherst is two of four at the line. St. Pat's is one of two. And Amherst is going to continue to go to the bench here. Emily Arnold, Taryn Hadwiger, Monica Murphy check in before the free throw. And Martinson takes a couple of dribbles, puts it up and in. So Abby will get the bonus. First point of the second quarter here for Amherst. 13-7 St. Pat's, 5-17 to go in quarter number one. Second free throw, bouncing around and in. So Martinson able to get them both, 13-8. St. Pat's with a five-point lead in a low-scoring first half. Irish moving the ball to the left wing. Can they get it inside? They have not had any luck outside. They try to dump it inside, but Hadwiger jumps the passing route, gets the steal, and turnover number nine for the Irish. Up the floor comes Arnold. Emily, bounce pass into the left-hand corner to Murphy. Monica back out to Arnold. The Irish guards so good here, they went to a 2-3 zone. And those guards are all over Amherst. Martinson gets into the paint, but Stops, takes a look to shoot. By that time, it's too late. She's deed up onto the ball, stole it away. And here come the Irish into the front court with McClellan. Stops the top of the circle, hits the trailer in Irish, and they'll set up the offense. Try the left-hand corner to Homan, who's come in. Back on the wing, McClellan trying to make something happen, dribbles into the double team. Out top, it goes to Coomer. Now they get it to the backside on the post, and a Foul called on Amherst as they got it into Pasquinelli before she could get the shot away. This will be team foul number three on Amherst, and it's the first on Monica Murphy, and a timeout called here by the Broncos. With 4.12 to go in the first half of play in the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament, it is the North Platte St. Pat's Lady Irish leading Amherst 13-8 this timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
4: Seat dealer
1: again coach Klingelhofer for Amherst three of her young ladies including one starter in Casey Juergens out today Michaela Tincher, Emily Palmer all on crutches our injury report brought to you by family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney and finally a three-pointer falls here for North Platte St. Pat's off of another offensive rebound And it is to 16-8. Amherst breaks the press. They throw over the top, but throw it too far. And out of bounds it goes. So after it goes out of bounds, that'll be turnover number five of the quarter. Amherst needs to get some girls off the floor as they do the switch right after the turnover. Most of the starters, in fact, all five back out there. Kind of a regular routine for Coach Klingelhofer. A couple of quick... Substitutions and then gets the five back out there midway through the quarter. Irish try another three. They're going to keep firing. That one is no good by Irish. And another jump ball on the rebound. Emily Arnold tied up, but the arrow does point the way of Amherst. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats. We'll also look at the games to come later today, update you on what's going on in the area and college football, so stay with us. Amherst loses the basketball against the pressure. Up the floor is Coomer, and she'll score. Kaylee, who hit the three, now gets a deuce to go with it, and that makes it 18-8, the largest lead for St. Pat's at 10 points. Amherst breaks the press with Eckhout. Peyton to the top of the circle, stutters, goes around the defender, and scores. It looked like for a moment there she wasn't going to do anything with it, but... Nobody doubled her, and a nice move by Jessica Eckhout. First field goal of the quarter here for Amherst. As the Irish move quickly to get it around the horn here. Up to the top of the circle to Coomer. It's a pretty simple offense, but you do have to move if you're the Irish. And nobody's afraid to shoot the three. McClellan has it on the left wing. Dribbles to the high post. Bounce pass right side. I'm not sure that they have the Irish have shot a attempted a shot between 5 and 17 feet yet. It's either right underneath to the post or a three-pointer. And here it is underneath to the post for the short jumper that's finished by Pasquinelli. Her second bucket 20-10 Irish and on the inbounds a turnover. Steel made into the paint. Irish missed the shot. Got the offensive rebound though as Coomer kicks it out for a three-pointer. No good. Another offensive rebound. Put back up and no good. Hadwiger will get the rebound off of the home and miss. Up the floor with it is Miller. Kicks it out to Eckout, and she'll hit a three. <laughs> Jessica Eckout gets her second bucket. She has five points here in the quarter. 20-13 to 13 Irish, a minute 50 to go before halftime. McClellan over to Peyton Irish. For the high post, she'll swing it right side. Here's a three-pointer by Coomer. It is no good. St. Pat's trying to set some kind of a record here as the rebound is brought down by Hadwiger again. She'll get it up to Arnold. And a quick whistle for a travel. Not sure about that one, but that's what the call is as Arnold tried to come set. Nonetheless, 16 turnovers for the Broncos here in the first half. 20-13. to St. Pat's with the lead. A minute and a half to go here in quarter number two. As the Irish work the ball around the perimeter, kick it inside to Holman. Out in the corner to Pasquinelli. Skip pass over the top. Good quick ball movement, but Amherst really trying to take away that post move. Not that the Irish are overly tall. They've had a tall post player in the last few years. Top of the key three. Grosseth will hit the second one of the game. 23-13. Again, two out of nine in the quarter, and two out of 19 in the game. Back out to Arnold. Dribbles till she runs into the defender. Takes the shot up no good, but the Irish. Well, They're going to give the ball my fault. I started to say it went off the Irish, but they point towards North Platte-St. Pat's and say it's their basketball. So the ball comes over to the Irish, and I doubt that they'll settle for one shot here. There's plenty of time with 50 seconds, and their offense is go, go, go. Childers. Back into the game, gives it the corner to Look Looking inside for and Haley's just a five-seven freshman that they're trying to post out. She comes into the left corner, takes it, drives baseline, and hits the runner. We talked about it a little bit ago. That's one of the very few times that we've seen somebody take a jump shot or take a drive-in shot. 30 seconds and counting. And a 12-point lead now for the Irish. And another Amherst turnover in the backcourt leads to a layup for Omen. Haley Homan with five points now. And this is what the Irish were hoping to accomplish earlier in the half. Ten seconds to go. Amherst in the backcourt. Emily Arnold, they may have a ten-second count. And they end up turning it over with two seconds. And the Irish will not get a shot away before the halftime buzzer. But we are at half. And it's a simple story. North Platte St. Pat's defense has given them a 14-point lead. They haven't shot the ball very well. They've stayed after it with a lot of offensive rebounds, but they are not allowing Amherst to get any looks in the half court. At the half, North Platte, St. Pat's 27 and Amherst 13. You're listening to the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
2: Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed, and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop, and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and both fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock, and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
1: And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium. We are at halftime of the first of four games today in the two thousand fifteen Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. And this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, for Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. The North Platte St. Pat's Girls leading Amherst by a score of twenty-seven to thirteen. The boys' game will be coming up next between the high-paced Amherst Broncos who are just tearing it up offensively. A whole bunch of kids back from the state tournament team last year, and the lowest point total they've had in a game was 64, and that's because they held Franklin to 12. So they are averaging in the 80s, and they scored 86 last time out against a very good Axtell team. This team just goes, goes, and goes. 7-0, ranked fifth in the preseason in Class C-2. Again, the new and updated high school basketball rankings will be out the first Monday and Tuesday of January the 4th and 5th in the state's uh, major publications. For North Platte, St. Pat's, they were cruising along until Gothenburg popped them in the mouth and handed them the loss on the 17th by a score of 55-40. to But they are 7-1 and on the season, ranked 10th in one of the publications. They say Pat's boys and girls, neither one were highly ranked in the preseason. I'm sure they'll move in there. But again, uh, the teams that they have played have not really had an astounding record. The boys have played two teams, with winning records that they have beaten in Maxwell and in Ogallala, and then, of course, lost to Gothenburg, who sets at 5-1. and one. Then you take a look at uh, the later games today. Kearney Catholic, the boys have put together a five-game winning streak after starting 0-3 that first weekend of the season. Ogallala comes in at 4-3, while in the girls' game, that'll be at 5 o'clock. The Lady Indians are 3-4, and Kearney Catholic is rolling along, kind of like the Amherst boys, crushing their competition and off to a 7-0 start on the season. When we come back, we'll take a look at the first half stats. 27-13, St. Pat's leads the Amherst in our girls game here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report.
3: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes
1: best of luck College football, California and Air Force tied at 14 early in the second quarter with about 12 minutes to go before halftime. Then at 4.30, North Carolina will battle Baylor. Later today, Nevada plays Colorado State. And, of course, tonight, LSU and Texas Tech, 8 o'clock here on ESPN Radio. Right now, we roll on with the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Here's a look at your first half stats. First off for the Amherst girls. Madison Murphy, two points, three rebounds. Madison Miller, a rebound. Emily Arnold, a point, and two rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger, three points, four rebounds. Heather Bentley, a rebound. Jessica Eckout, five points. Abby Martinson hit a couple of free throws, two points, and a rebound. Six rebounds in each quarter. Free throw shooting, two of four in the first, two of two in the second. Three-point shooting, 0 of one in the first, one of two in the second. Turnovers, eight in the first quarter, nine In the second foul situation, Madison Murphy has two. The Lady Broncos, six points in the first quarter, seven in the second. At the half, 13 points, 12 rebounds, four out of six at the free throw line, one of three from three-point land, but 17 turnovers. For North Platte St. Pat's, as Coach Steinke told us, they run a lot of girls, and they're pretty balanced with seven different girls scoring here in the first half. Haley Oman has five points and one rebound. Callie at three points on a three-point bucket and a rebound. Riley Nitsch, two points, three rebounds. Amanda McClellan, two points. Kaylee Coomer leads the way with seven points and five rebounds. Peyton Irish has one rebound. Rebecca Pasquinelli has four points and four rebounds. Ali Scala, four points and two rebounds. I had the Irish with ten rebounds in the first quarter, seven in the second, been to the line one time, going one of two. Three point shooting. The Irish in the first quarter were 0 of 10. Then they missed their first four in the second quarter before going 2 of 9. Turnover is 7 in the first quarter, 2 in the second. Foul situation Riley Nitch and Ali Scala each have 2. St. Pat's with 11 points in the first quarter, 16 in the second. At the half, 27 points, 17 rebounds. 1 out of 2 at the free throw line, 2 of 19 from three point land, and 9. Turnovers at the half, North Platte, St. Pat's 27, Amherst 13. We'll be right back. Seat dealer. A ton of holiday tournaments going on. They're underway over at Ravenna of course this afternoon. Uh, we were there yesterday. Uh, the girls consolation game going on right now between uh, Overton and Riverside and then the boys consolation game Overton and Ravenna will get going at about uh, 2.45 and then the uh, championship games get going at 4.30 It'll be Centura, Ravenna and the girls and Riverside and Centura in the boys' championship. But as we said earlier, Hastings St. Cecilia girls, a winner over Omaha Mercy today, 68-41 at the York Tournament. And the boys getting ready to take on Beatrice here in the next 10 minutes on 1230 KHAS. 27-13, your score at the half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and
3: have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100 Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney.
1: With our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us. Our high school basketball brought to you in part by the special people at Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all of the tri-cities and beyond, call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And North Platte St. Pat's has the possession arrow to start the third quarter of play. As they are up 27-13 against the Amherst zone defense. Trying to get it inside and outside. Again, 19 three-point attempts in that first half. But only made two of them, and I doubt that they will back away from shooting him here. Scala trying to work the post. Riley Nitch will bring it back out top. Trying to look inside. Back to McClellan. Same five starters. Nitch, McClellan, Coomer, Irish, and Scala here for St. Pat's. Right-hand corner to Irish. Again, the guards are trying to come out and Deny the passer a little bit more for Amherst to start this half, so they lob it into Scala. Had the move, then makes a nice double take. Throws it backside for the layup to Peyton Irish. Irish with her first bucket of the basketball game, the eighth different player to score for St. Pat's. And on the inbounds, we got a blocking foul here on St. Pat's, and that is the third foul on Riley Nitsch. So it looks like uh, Coach is going to bring her out. And the pressure's still on here. Put it in the hands of Emily Arnold. She brings it across the timeline, stops and fires it to Bentley. Who dribbles to the top of the circle and gives it off to Eckhout. Off the screen, trying to move a little quicker here so that the Irish can't keep up with them as well as they did in the first half with that man-to-man. They switched to zone, but those guards are so strong and they got a little more height inside than Amherst does. So Amherst points in the paint are nil. As the ball's batted away and Amherst will throw it in again. Amherst only attempted three three three-point shots, making one in the first half. Bentley and Arnold playing catch into the corner. They'll go to Murphy. Madison dribbles out of there, tries to lob it inside. Good catch by Hadwiger, but a double down and it's ripped away by Peyton Irish and off to the races. She goes. Doesn't have the numbers, so up top and it's taken away by Arnold, but can't get it cleanly, so it's not going to be a fast-break layup, and instead McClellan reached in and fouled her. That's one thing about St. Pat's. They don't give up. If that Pressure is on. They keep reaching and reaching and reaching and trying to step in front. And McClellan with her second foul. And kind of like we've seen Carney Catholic, St. Cecilia, Ravenna do in the past, they don't care who has fouls because they've got enough girls that they can sub in and sub out. They're okay with that philosophy. Arnold back up top, but Amherst has got to get something going offensively here. It's going to be a long second half. Eck out for three. Top of the key. It's too strong. And the rebound comes out long to McClellan, and McClellan will hit up the floor to Scala. Great pass, and she'll lay it up and in. Six points now for Allie, and a quick start here to the half. for St. Pat's trying to steal the inbounds pass and a jump ball, and they do get the job done, but the arrow points the way of Amherst. And checking in will be Madison Miller, and also coming in will be Abby Martinson. 5.48 to go third quarter. St. Pat's now up 31-13 over Amherst. The Broncos looking to get it in. Short pass into the double team. It is taken away, and the 19th turnover for the Broncos. Can't get a layup, at least not off the initial shot, and Haley Oman will attack the bucket and draw the foul. Foul will be called on Emily Arnold. That will be her first of the game. And Haley Owen will now shoot two. She had five in the first half, including one free throw, and this one's up and in. So the first five points so far of the quarter scored by the Irish. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So Haley hits them both. 33-13, Amherst trailing here now by 20 after it was pretty close the entire first half of play. Arnold brings it across the timeline, has her pocket picked. And the Irish are back on the offense. Too easy right now for the Lady Irish with all the steals that they have made. High post goes to Coomer. Coomer goes left side, lobs it in, but no shot for Scala. Kicks it into the corner instead for three, and it is good. Peyton Irish will hit the first three-point attempt of the half, and Amherst. We'll take a timeout, and things have went south in a hurry here for the Lady Broncos. 5-11 to go in the third quarter of play. It is 36-13 Irish. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
0: Oh, I can't believe
3: it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and bramsel will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
0: Thanks, girl. 24-hour
1: towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where.
0: 308-236-9951.
1: Lock it in. Carney towing and repair. And so out of the timeout, Amherst will look to get something changed up here. As they'll get it down the middle to Madison Murphy. Murphy right down the middle of the floor, but then stops and finds the trailer Arnold. Back to Murphy. Five minutes to go here in the third quarter. It's all Irish. There's a good cut inside to Bentley. Bentley will drive, put the shot up. No good. Offensive stick back up and in for Emily Arnold. And a rare second chance opportunity converted here for the Broncos. Arnold with her first bucket, 36-15. And that snaps the 9-0 start to the half here by North Platte St. Pat's who gets it to Scala on the right block. Kicks it out for the three-pointer. It's off the mark by Peyton Irish. And an over-the-back foul called... On St. Pat's as Madison Murphy got the board. And the foul is on Haley Oman. That'll be her first. Third foul here on St. Pat's. So Amherst, last time they got it in, they got it into the middle of the floor, and they were able to dribble it down the floor as this one is swatted away. So Amherst trying to get it where you're supposed to get it. St. Pat's denying it, shoving him into the corner, shoving him to the sidelines with their defense. And the inbounds pass will come to Madison Miller. Miller dribbles into the middle and gives it off to Arnold. Now Arnold pushes it up the floor, two on two. Emily at Scala, goes around her. Scala got a piece of it, though, from the backside. The first block shot of the game for either team. And the Irish will try to get up the floor, but they lose the handle and out of bounds It goes. So it's Amherst North Platte St. Pat's here on KXPN Carney KICS Hastings and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. It was thirteen to seven at one point, and now it's thirty-six to fifteen. North Platte St. Pat's leading Amherst. On the high post, Kaylee Coomer has it. Turns and swings it to the left wing. 18-footer is on the way. It's no good for Grosseth. It's deflected out of bounds, and it'll stay with St. Pat's. McClellan and Grosseth. Also Coomer, Pasquinelli, and Homan on the floor. They'll get it to Homan on the right side of the key. Back of the corner off the screen. Open three for McClellan. It is no good. And the rebound grabbed by Abby Martinson. But she is accosted down there and has the ball stolen away top of the key. McClellan tries another three that won't go. Eckhout grabs the rebound and off to the races come the Amherst Broncos ahead to Hadwiger. Hadwiger getting ready to go up for the layup. Drops it. And that's the way the day is when it rolls out of bounds. Again, our tournament tomorrow will start early, 11.30. Unless there's a drastic change, we'll have that for you here on ESPN with the Amherst girls playing most likely Ogallala. That would be a huge upset if they beat Kearney Catholic today, but you never know as the shot's up no good, and Jessica Eckout will get the rebound as she gets to midcourt. It is taken away up to Haley Oman. She drives. The layup is too strong. The rebound is brought down by Martinson, and she's fouled. Again, Over aggressive by St. Pat's, but it has worked more times than not. And the foul will be called on Kaylee Coomer. That'll be her first. And fourth team foul for Amherst. Hadwiger, Martinson, Eckhout, along with Madison Miller and Michelson on the floor. Amherst into Eckhout. Throws it over the top of the pressure to Hadwiger. Runs into Pasquinelli. Able to get it off to Martinson. And Martinson is fouled on the 10 footer. Abby, who has her only two points from the line, will have a chance to do it again. And Jordan Childers, who checked in, gets the foul. Her first. And Martinson to the line. First one is good. Three points now for Abby. And another free throw is on the way. And it is no good. And the rebound is grabbed on the ground by Groseth. She dribbles while on the ground and then finally gets it to a teammate. And up the floor comes St. Pat's down low. Pass and going to block the shot of foul called on Jessica Echo. That will be her first. Second team foul. It's only the fifth foul of the game called on Amherst. And at the line to shoot two, will be past Quinelli. Hit a couple of buckets in the first half. And the free throw is up and too strong. No good. 2.45 remains here in the third quarter. North Platte St. Pat's 36 and Amherst 16 in this girls game. Opening round of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Second free throw on the way, and it rattles around and in. So Pasquenelli gets 1-2, of 37-16. Immediately the press on. Amherst struggles. Eckhout grabs it, and they are able to maintain possession, and St. Pat's will get back into the front court with a double-team dribble, Madison Miller, and the Irish can't lay off. Another foul. It's going to be called on Kaylee Coomer, her second. Six fouls already in five-and-a-half minutes of this third quarter. And about the only way Amherst could come back is if they get to spend the rest of the game at the free throw line. So the Irish want to be a little careful there with 10 and a half minutes to go. Got a significant lead, no problem there. But you start making free throws, you can get back in a game in a hurry. High post trying to get it to Hadwiger, but it doesn't bounce. It slides right by her and it's stolen away. Coming up is Childers. Childers has it picked away from behind by Michelson. So here comes Hadwiger. She has it knocked away from behind and it goes out of bounds. And we'll see four substitutions now with starters rotating back into the game for the Irish. 37 16. 2.06 remains here in the third quarter. St. Pat's on top of Amherst. Into Michaelson, running the inbounds play all the way to the corner, and an open three for Emily Arnold off the back iron, no good, And out of bounds to St. Pat's. So Amherst, on their way to the third straight defeat, had a couple of losses coming into the holiday. They're going to be four and four. The Irish will be nine and zero. Oh. Could be a battle of unbeaten's tomorrow against Carney Catholic as the entry pass. Gets deflected away off of Murphy. And the Irish will get it underneath. Amanda McClellan to chuck it in. McClellan, backside Scala, well defended there by Arnold. Now Hadwiger doubles down, so she has to kick it out. Three-pointer by Irish, no good. Another offensive rebound, scooped up. (laughs) What a play there by Riley Nitch. It didn't go, but then the rebound is grabbed by Pasquinelli and a third chance here for St. Pat's. 90 seconds to go in the third. And is Scotty going to get called for an offensive foul? Nope. A little too close on Murphy, her third on Madison. Murphy saying she pushed off on me. <laughs> so the Irish to throw him in. And just holding it out at midcourt is going to be niche. McClellan now takes the top of the circle as the Irish get into their offense. Off the screen, down low. Scarlett grabs and the left-handed layup is up and in. Eight points now for Allie. 39-16 St. Pat's and across the timeline, Bentley over to Arnold. Puts it up with a minute to go and hits it. Emily Arnold. She has the only two buckets of the quarter here for Amherst. Five points overall. 39-18. Amherst tried to get sneaky there and Slap a little pressure on on the inbounds. Deflected away. Couldn't get the clean steal. So, Nitch will take the inbounds pass. Give it right back to McClellan. 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter. All Irish, 39-18. Bounce pass to the right wing to Pasquinelli. Guarded by Arnold. Man-to-man for Amherst. Hands it off to Nitch. 35 seconds. Again, not wasting the clock. They're looking for a shot. McClellan and getting too handsy is going to be Murphy. And Madison just commits her fourth personal foul. She's already walking to the bench because she knows she's coming out. Martinson will check in. So two quick ones there on the junior Murphy. 30 seconds to go in the corner, and the Irish will throw it out in front of their own bench. Top of the circle with it is McClellan. Amanda dribbles all the way to the right side, lobs it inside to Scala, takes the left-hand dribble, faces the rim, lays it up, and scores again. So they're opening up. A little room in the paint now, 41-18 St. Pat's, 12 seconds to go in the quarter over to Michelson. couple of dribbles in place, now throws it back up top to Emily Arnold. Brings it to the left elbow, double team, gets it to Martinson, three seconds, two seconds. They are not going to get a shot away, and that is the end of the third quarter. North Flat St. Pat's 41, Amherst 18, here on Classic Hits, KXPN Carney. KICS.
5: Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine.
0: Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing. At 800
1: 824 1865. We head to the fourth quarter here on ESPN radio. The ball will belong to North Platte St. Pat's in command 41 18 as they outscored Amherst 14 5 of that quarter. Six points in the quarter for Allie Scala. She now has 10 to lead the team. Kaylee Coomer and Haley Homan each have seven for Amherst. Emily Arnold and Jessica Eckhout have five apiece. Turnovers in the quarter, two for St. Pat's, 11 in the game, seven for Amherst, 24 in the game. Another three-pointer, Peyton Irish, and finally got one to go. Peyton with her second three, and that puts St. Pat's four of 25 from three-point range here in this basketball game. Emily Arnold will dribble to the left wing. Arnold, jump pass up top to Bentley. Bentley has some room, dribbles to the right block. Then a double-team collapses on her. So out top to Arnold. She'll come down the lane. Left side, a, a foul on Scala. Third on Alley, And at the line to shoot two will be Emily Arnold. She's one of two, has the five points. As we're just underway in quarter number four. And the free throw is on the way and good. The last couple of games, Amherst has been held in check. 27 and 26 points by Kennesaw and Axtell, trying to have a good quarter, or at least get to 30 here as the second free throw is no good. And the rebound is brought down by the Irish and McClellan up the floor she comes. Outlet pass is tipped away. College football there, midway through the second quarter, plenty of points in the Military Bowl. It is 28-14, California leading Air Force. And in high school basketball, the Beatrice boys lead Hastings-St. Cecilia 10-5 at the end of the first quarter on 12-30. KHS and PlantRiverPreps.com. Here St. Pat's has the basketball. Coomer throws it into the corner to Irish. Back out of the wing to Nitch. Riley traveled with the basketball. Wanted to make the pass, and her pivot foot's a little bit on her 12th turnover here for St. Pat's. Boys game coming up next. We'll have all the action for you here on ESPN Radio. That should be a dandy 7-1 St. Pat's undefeated Amherst as the girls game continues here into Murphy. Back out top to Madison Miller. Murphy on the right elbow to out, trying to find an open shot here off the screen. Jessica shoots the three. It is no good, though. And the rebound brought down by Scala. Baseball pass to the other. Nitch is ahead of everyone. She'll lay it up and score. Second bucket of the ball game for Riley. 46-19 Irish, six and a half to go in the game. Eckhout with the dribble right side. Nobody sets a screen for her, but she makes a nice wraparound pass to Hadwiger. It gets knocked out of there, though. She couldn't hang on. Bentley tries to run it down. We get a jump. The arrow continues to point the way of Amherst. So they'll take it out near their bench with Eckhout to throw it in. Looks for some movement, and Bentley comes and takes it back out to out trying to get a three away. She does and hits it. So out with her second three. She now has a team-high eight points, 46-22. Irish on top. Six minutes to go. It'll be a cruise home here for North Platte St. Pat's in the girls' game. I doubt we'll see that from either team on the boys' side. St. Pat's. Continues to play around the perimeter. Back to a matchup here for Amherst. Both teams have played a little man. Both teams have played a little zone. Left elbow, they'll get it into to Coomer. Kicks it to outside to Scala. Dribbles into the paint. Back to Kaylee. Free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound by Scala. Another chance at a three-pointer, and it's good for Riley Nitsch. Nitsch with her first three-pointer, and 49-22 St. Pat's as Miller brings it into the front court. Bounce pass goes right through the hands of Madison Murphy. First turnover of the quarter for Amherst, and it's going to lead to a layup at the other end for Peyton Irish, who now has all 10 of her points in the second half. 51-22, and Coach Dianneke plays a lot of girls, so he's going to sub them again as the three-pointer for the Broncos is no good. Scala will bring down her fifth rebound. St. Pat's will throw it down to the baseline, looking to get a shot there, but covered is the freshman Coomer. So the reverse at Scala into the corner. Irish, another three, partially blocked out there by Murphy, but it falls into the hands of Coomer, and she'll put it up and in. And That'll make it 53-22 with 4.5 to go now. Amherst trying to... Keep things going here. Get ready for tomorrow. Bentley gets free, takes it down the left side of the key, throws it up with the left hand. It is no good. Rebound brought down by Riley Nitsch at a timeout by North Platte St. Pat's to get some subs in. 4:24 remains in the game. It's all Irish, 53-22 over Amherst. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
2: It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they they do.
1: 423 remains here on ESPN in our girls game. And North Platte-St. Pat's cruising 53-22 over Amherst. So Amherst will play the 11:30 consolation game tomorrow. And North Platte-St. Pat's in the championship game. We'll tell you more on the New West Post game show as the Irish take a shot on the right baseline with Abby Alberry, who checked in. It's no good of the rebound brought down by Michelson. Michelson will go ahead and dribble it into the front court. Also in there is Bailey Lambertus. Lambertus gives it over to Natalie Kratzer, who has checked in. Martinson also on the floor. And Monica Murphy. Inside, they'll get it to uh, to, uh, Martinson, yes, and her shot is no good. Rebound is grabbed by Homan. Homan long pass into the front court to Pasquinelli, who is free. And she'll lay it up and in. So most of the second team is in there. We'll probably see even deeper down the bench here in a moment for the Irish. Martinson on the left wing as the Irish continue to play matchup. And the bounce pass is stolen away by Omen. Haley, uncontested layup, takes it in softly and scores. Nine points now for Omen. 57-22. No press on as Martinson will throw it in. Handling the point is Lambertus. Lambertus will take it inside. Nothing there for Michelson. Back out to Lambertus at the right elbow. Skips it over to Kratzer. Kratzer looking to move in. Nothing there. Well defended by the Irish and Allberry. A little give and go again. Kratzer tries to get it inside. It's deflected away. It'll stay with Amherst. And now in for the Irish. Some new faces. Jessica Slattery, Sydney Anderson, and Gracie Rippin. All in for Coach Stanicki, whose Lady Irish will now be 9-0. Martinson into the paint, wants to make the pass backside, does. Seven-footer on the way, won't go for Murphy. And the rebound brought down by Anderson for the Irish. Two and a half to go in the game, 57-22. All the final stats coming up on the New West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. All that's to determine is who else can get in the scorebook here today. Haley Oman works it around the perimeter to Gracie Rippon. Back to Oman. Gets it into the paint to Anderson. Anderson tries to step through the double team. And a foul will be called. That will send her to the line to shoot two. Monica Murphy with her second personal foul. And the first free throw of two is on the way. And short, no good. Second free throw awaiting. It's on the way, and it's off the front of the iron, and it's no good. The rebound brought down by Abby Martinson. And into the front court come the Broncos. Long pass down to the left-hand corner. They'll go to Monica Murphy. Murphy tries to drive baseline. Cut off there by the Irish. Bounce pass into the paint to Michelson. The ball gets loose, and we're going to get a jump. And it'll be North Platte-St. Pat's basketball. In our boys' game, about 30 minutes after the conclusion of this, close to 3 o'clock. So hope you can stay with us for that here on ESPN Radio. As they got a nice give and go for the Irish, no shot there by Oman. She'll kick it out. The 15-foot jumper is no good by Slattery, and the rebound brought down by Kratzer, and she'll get the outlet pass. The Broncos will get it across the timeline to Lambertus. Back to Kratzer at the top of the circle. One dribble, swings it over to Martinson, drives to the baseline, has it lost off of a leg, and they'll say it's turned over. Number 28 for Amherst. 90 seconds remain here. As they bring it across the timeline. As you can tell, kind of quiet, just hoping one of the youngsters can step up and Hit a nice shot here, and it'll be Haley Oman to try the three. High off the iron, no good. Rebound comes out long. Kratzer grabs the board, her second. Trying to get it up the floor. It's going to be knocked away, and St. Pat's will get it back with a minute to go. 57-22. It was a promising start. Amherst got the first two buckets on their first two shots. They were up 4 nothing, and not much has went right after that. And another note is that we're going to be close to 33-point attempts in this game by St. Pat's, they were 0 of 10 in the first quarter. and That did not deter them. Right now I have them 5 out of 28. So they're going to end up just short of the 33-point attempts. They had 19 in the first half. They just continue to pass it around the perimeter. Try a little screen and roll to Omen, and the ball gets knocked away. So we'll try it again. And looking to throw it into the corner. Nothing really doing off the inbounds. They'll kick it back into the corner, and a three-pointer is good by Gracie Rippon. Somebody finally pulled the trigger on the 29-3 that's been attempted here in the game. 60-22, 12 seconds to go. Kratzer on the right wing. Nice pass over the zone, and the backside jumper won't go too strong by Monica Murphy. Rebound brought down by Rippon, and then we get a jump ball with two seconds to go, which will give it to Amherst, and we'll see if they can get a... Shot off here before the buzzer. To throw it in will be Bailey Lambertus looking, looking, throws it to Kratzer. Kratzer will get the shot at the buzzer. It's off the iron, no good. And that is the end of the basketball game. The final score North Platte, St. Pat's 60 and Amherst 22. They are now 9 and 0 and Amherst goes to 4 and 4. We'll look at the numbers on the new West Postgame show after this.
4: Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reap the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com, or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney.
1: And welcome back to Carney Catholic. A big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Petrie and all the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball. It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And just for those of you that might be driving up to see the game, they have put 32 minutes on a running clock here. So uh, the girls game... Moved along. The boys' game will uh, start about 32 minutes from uh, right now, so uh, going to be close to tipping it off at the uh, scheduled time of 3:15. Here's a look at the final numbers 4 Amherst: a season low, 22 points. Madison Murphy, two points, four rebounds and a block. Madison Miller had a rebound. Emily Arnold, six points, three rebounds. Taryn Handwiger, three points, four rebounds. Heather Bentley had a rebound. Mikhaila Michelson had a rebound. Jessica Eckhout was the leading scorer with 8 points, 2 rebounds. Abby Martinson, 3 points, 4 rebounds. And Natalie Kratzer had 2 rebounds. 12 rebounds in the first half, 10 in the second. Free throw shooting, 4 of 6 in the first half, 2 of 4 in the second. 3-point shooting, 1 of 3 in the first half, 1 of 5 in the second. Turnovers the problem today for Amherst. 17 in the first half and a dozen more in the second half. The Broncos had 13 points at halftime, just 9 in the second half. And the Lady Broncos finish with 22 points, 22 rebounds, 6 out of 10 at the free throw line, 2 of 8 from 3-point land, 1 block, 29 turnovers. Amherst falls to 4-4, and and they will play tomorrow in the uh, consolation game at 11.30 right here on ESPN Radio. We'll have that for you at 11.30 tomorrow here on ESPN. Then when they get back out of the holidays, they'll go to Eustis Farnham on Thursday the 7th and host Overton On Friday the 8th, we'll look at the numbers for North Platte-St. Pat's right after this on the New West Postgame Show.
3: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding
1: area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck Back on the new West post-game show, let's take a look now at the final numbers for North Platte St. Pat's as they had a ton of girls, nine of them score. That's usually right what Coach Steineke wants. Haley Oman had nine points, two rebounds. Callie Groseth hit a three-point bucket for her total. She had two rebounds. Riley Nitch seven points, five rebounds. Amanda McClellan had two points and two rebounds. Kaylee Coomer had nine points and five rebounds. Peyton Irish Had 10 points, tied for the team high, and one rebound. All those points in the second half. Rebecca Pasqualelli, 7 points, 5 rebounds. Allie Scala had 10 points and 5 rebounds. She had a block. Sydney Anderson, 2 rebounds. And Gracie Rippin hit a 3-pointer there in the fourth quarter. 17 rebounds in the first half, 13 in the second. Free throw shooting, 1 of 2 in the first half and 3 of 6 in the second. 3-point shooting, 2 of 19 in the first half. Four of ten, though, in the second half. That's because they went three of five in the fourth quarter. And turnovers for North Platte St. Pat's, they had nine in the first half, cut it down to four in the second half. The Irish had 27 points at halftime. They scored 33 in the second when they hit four of their three-point buckets. 60 points, 30 rebounds, four out of eight at the free-throw line. Six of 29 from three-point land, one block, 13 turnovers. The Lady Irish remain undefeated. They're now 9-0 with a 60-22 win over Amherst, and they will play in the championship game tomorrow against the Carney Catholic Ogallala winner, and uh, that game will tip off at approximately 2.30 tomorrow. So 11.30 and 1 of the consolations, 2.30 and 4 are the championships tomorrow. North Platte St. Pat's. Most likely we'll get Carney Catholic, but we'll have that game for you if it is the Stars tomorrow. We'll take a final break, wrap it up after this. No matter where you are,
0: even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives.
4: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: A couple of other scores, holiday tournaments going on today on the girls' side. Exeter Milligan beats Shelton 59-18, Gretna over Aurora 61-40, and Hastings St. Cecilia over Omaha Mercy 68-41. So we'll be back in just a little over 20 minutes and get you ready for the Yamherst-North Platte-St. Pat's Boys game. Both of the top ten of the preseason, the Irish are 7-1, and the Broncos are 7-0, averaging nearly 80 points per game. It should be a fun one. And then we'll switch over to Classic Hits ninety-eight nine at 5 o'clock for the Kearney Catholic Ogallala doubleheader. We'll also keep you up to date on what's going on at the GNAC this afternoon. Carney and Hastings both winners yesterday playing later this afternoon in semifinal action. The boys taking on Scott's Bluff uh, tonight at 345. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Right now, we'll tell you that you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 60-22 to North Platte-St. Pat's Cruises past Amherst. For our producer engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda. Back to ESPN. We'll see you in 20 minutes.
3: If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weges, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science
1: with service, delivering success. The bank with a true Carney connection. Good things will happen. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports
0: production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.